You are listening to Smart Women's Dating Podcast, episode number 60. Welcome to Smart Women's Dating Podcast. I am your host, certified life coach Lærke Nielsen, and I help smart, independent women attract the love they deeply desire without having to chase or settle. This podcast will give you the mindset, tools, and insights you need to finally crack the code to your love life. Are you ready? Then let's go. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. If you follow different dating coaches on social media, you will see that we all have different approaches and use different concepts. Some talk about feminine and masculine energy and polarity, which is what I mostly do. And then others talk about attachment styles and others again talk about something third or fourth. So I've studied both the concept of feminine energy and attachment styles because they both appeal to me. And I feel it makes sense and I've worked both on myself and with my clients using both of these concepts and I see the value in both of them. And if you're familiar with attachment styles and then you hear about feminine energy or the other way around, you know about feminine energy and then you hear about attachment styles, you might feel confused and ask yourself, how am I going to figure all this out at once? How am I going to regulate my attachment style and get into feminine energy at the same time? Or do I have to choose one or the other? I thought about that and how it can seem confusing and like you have to choose your religion, so to speak. And as I'm using both concepts, depending on what is most relevant, I, of course, have thought a lot about how these work together. And I come to realize something that I think is actually very great news. Because what I realized was that where attachment styles offer an explanation to different conditioning and patterns that we are all programmed with, why we tend to react in a certain way in relationships, then shifting into feminine energy offers the solution, not only to one problem, but to all the different insecure attachment styles. Because feminine energy consists of several core values, mindset, and behaviors, It actually will help you let go of both anxious attachment as well as avoidant and become more secure. No matter which of the insecure attachment styles you might have, you can use the same solution to become more secure and better able to take care of yourself in dating and relationships. And this also means you don't have to know and understand your attachment style in details. You just have to align yourself with the feminine energy whenever you are interacting with a man, and that will help you shift the patterns that are not serving you and are conditioned in your attachment style. And here it's important to say that it's not only the behavior shifts you need to do, it's also the underlying mindset shift. And by working on both of these, you can go a long way in becoming more securely attached. So in this episode, I'm going to explain what I mean by that. Why is it that feminine energy can help you shift both an anxious and an avoidant attachment style and start to become more securely attached? But first, I'm going to give you an introduction to what the different attachment styles are. I talked a bit about this in episode 42, what to do when a man pulls away. So you can go and listen to that as well. And especially if you recognize that you are in anxious attachment style and you experience men that are more avoidantly attached. 
So basically, there are four different attachment styles, and the first one is the secure attachment. If you have that, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast to begin with, because you wouldn't need my advice. A person who is securely attached is someone who feels safe letting another person come close to them. They know how to set a boundary and respect that. They don't rely on other people's validation to feel good enough. They are okay with not everyone in this world liking them. And they know that in any relationship, there is a risk of rejection. And even if they don't particularly fancy rejection, they don't let the fear of it stop them. If someone rejects them, they feel sad for a while but then they move on. They are people who happily signs up for long-term commitment and who manage to a large extent to overcome challenges inside a relationship. They don't need our attention. They are good on their own, so we can move on to the anxiously attached. If you are anxiously attached or primarily anxiously attached because it's often a mix, then your core wound or your core fear is abandonment. You have a deep fear of being left alone because you're not good enough or not lovable enough. And this can show up in being overly attached early on, being hyper-focused on reading between the lines, being alert to see if he's still interested, more focused on what's going on with him than with you, and you need validation regularly to feel okay. You also struggle to set boundaries, and you tend to think that other people's needs are more important than yours. When you have this attachment, you often will find yourself attracting men that are avoidant, which of course is a match made in hell unless you can use it to grow yourself and become more secure. The reason you have been conditioned to have anxious attachment style is that you have experienced an inconsistent access to love and care from your early caretakers. Sometimes they were there, giving you what you needed, and sometimes they were not. So you experienced receiving love and then it was taken away again, and this happened repeatedly. We are talking about the first 18 months of your life, so most likely you don't have any recollection of that. Now, I have to admit something about attachment styles. In the beginning, when I first learned about it, I had some reservations because of the way I experienced people relating to it. I often saw that the attachment style could provide an explanation that could make people feel that Okay, there's a reason why I behave the way I do. It has a name. I'm not alone. This is what it is. I have anxious attachment style. And that could make someone feel relieved and that they finally understand everything. And that is in itself really, really good. But the problem is that then it would often just stop there. So I would hear a woman talk about how she was anxiously attached like an identity. And then she would expect to find a partner that would be considerate of that instead of her working on becoming more secure. So she would want a partner to understand her attachment style and make sure she had her needs met. And this is a problem, I think, and I actually get really mad when someone was somehow confirmed in the belief that it's difficult and they are more or less helpless because it is so disempowering for this person. So I want to make sure that you know that there is always a way out of the suffering and you should never, ever believe that you are helpless because you are not. You are not trapped in your attachment style. You were not born with it, and you can work your way out of it and become more secure. So basically, the point here is it's really useful to learn about attachment styles 
It can help you understand yourself and your reactions and your patterns much better. But I want you to see that it doesn't stop there. You can move on to change your attachment style. You can work on becoming more secure. And that is the whole point in learning about your own attachment style is to see what is it I need to work on to become more secure so I can feel better in dating and relationships. So that was just important for me to say. And now we can move on to the two avoidant attachment styles because there is the dismissive avoidant and there's the fearful avoidant. Someone who is dismissive avoidant, they would typically be characterized as having a fear of commitment. They do want love, but they quickly get the feeling that they might be losing their freedom and autonomy. They need a lot of space and they don't like when someone depends on them for emotional intimacy. They also don't like depending on others themselves. They prefer taking care of things themselves and they don't easily trust people or allow themselves to show vulnerability with them. So this is a very independent person who fears being trapped or losing their freedom. A lot of people naturally think of a man when you mention fear of commitment, but it's not only men who have this style. A woman can be very strong and independent and not comfortable letting someone into her life, letting a man take up space, and it could feel very uncomfortable for her to even imagine him helping her with something. And this style is caused by a lack of attention and care in early childhood. The young child learned that you can't trust others to take care of your needs. It's better to be independent and not engaged in a relationship of dependence and trust. The final attachment style is the fearful avoidant, which is also called disorganized or confused style. This is a person who basically has a mix of avoidant and anxious style, but in a third way, it's not a combo, it's a separate style. This person craves the closeness and intimacy. They want a partner to get close to them. But then when it happens and it goes on for a while, they freak out. They feel overwhelmed. They feel engulfed in the relationship. They can't breathe and they need space. So they will be in this kind of push-pull dynamic that can feel very confusing to a partner. When you are separate, they miss you. They want you to be close more than the dismissive avoidant. And they might even fear that you are about to leave them, like the anxious. But then when you are there and you are getting close again, they don't want you too close. For a fearful avoidant being in a relationship, the intimacy and close connection is something they really require and crave. They want that and they go all in, but they only can do it for a limited time. They don't believe they can set healthy boundaries in a relationship and ask for what they want. And this is why there's an expiration date on the relationship, because it's not sustainable. They have a pattern of on-again, off-again relationships, because after a while of being single, they need the closeness again. Typically, what this person has experienced in early childhood was a chaotic pattern from the caretaker. This same person who could give them love and attention and take care of them was also the same person who could harm them. An example could be a parent who is abusing drugs, a parent who is mentally ill and not able to take care of the child on a consistent basis, or a parent who was violent or abusive in any way. This attachment style is very rare. It's something like 5 to 7% depending on where you look. So if you recognize some of these patterns, then chances are actually higher that you are either anxious with a component of avoidance 
or you are avoidant with a component of anxious style. Okay, so now what is it that feminine energy can do for these three attachment styles? Let's take a look at the anxious first. She needs to work on validating herself, growing her sense of self-worth and cultivating self-love. She needs to learn how to set boundaries and be comfortable being authentic instead of trying to please. And also, she needs to work on being less attached early on. And another big one is learn how to lean back instead of trying to control the outcome by chasing a man. And this is some of the core work we do when shifting to feminine energy. When you are in an empowered feminine energy, as I talk about in episode 58, you have a healthy sense of self-worth. You don't need others to tell you that you're good enough. And you can allow yourself to lean back and let a man come to you. You know how to speak kindly to yourself and be okay with imperfections. And this also means being kind to yourself when someone doesn't treat you well instead of making it mean that there's something wrong with you. You also know how to set your boundaries and respect them. And you understand the value of authenticity in any kind of relationship. Feminine energy is also very much an unattached energy, so not trying to control the outcome, not believing that you have to control it to feel good. Feminine energy is taking back control to what you can control, which is yourself your thoughts and feelings. And you don't depend on someone else to tell you it's okay. You know how to soothe yourself. So you need to work on the following areas. Becoming good at validating yourself to build more self-worth and self-love. Setting boundaries. Leaning back and stop trying to control when you feel the urge come up with the anxiety. Being authentic and not pleasing or trying to make someone like you. And being unattached. When you work on this consistently, you will become more secure. So this might sound relatively simple, and in a way it is, but remember, being unattached is in itself a large one. It both involves working on your mindset around dating, but also cultivating the rest of your life, growing everything that's outside of dating and relationships. So even if it's simple, it touches on a large part of your daily life. And leaning back is also a big shift. If you want to learn more about that, you can listen to episode 6 where I talk about what it means to be leaning back. So then what about someone who has a dismissive avoidance style? How would she benefit from feminine energy? Well, she needs to work on opening up to trusting that it's okay to rely on other people. That she can trust them for support. And this means opening up to receiving from others. So not only receiving compliments or someone paying for dinner, but also receiving help and support. This can be very triggering for an independent woman who was conditioned to believe that it's better to not trust anyone else than herself. Then another big one is learning to connect with her emotions instead of ignoring them and telling herself that whatever is causing her pain is not important and she can do without. And in particular, she needs to work on being okay with showing her vulnerability. Becoming a little bit more soft instead of carrying a tough facade that normally tends to push people away when she really needs the opposite. And these are all key areas of feminine energy as well. Receiving, connecting with emotions, showing vulnerability and softness on the outside 
while of course maintaining your boundaries on the inside. And it's important to be honest, first of all, with yourself that you have the emotions you have before you push it away. For instance, if you're sad, you want to acknowledge that instead of toughen yourself up. You don't need to share with anyone to begin with, but just acknowledging your emotions as valid to yourself, that is the first important step. And then from there, learn when and how to communicate that to let a partner know how you feel and why. And also trust yourself to not betray yourself in that process by diminishing your feelings. Know that with the right partner, it would be okay to share your feelings when you have processed them and when it's relevant. And then, as I also talk about in episode 10 about receiving, being open to receive is really an energetic thing. It can actually feel vulnerable, like if you're allowing yourself to depend on someone, which you don't necessarily, but allowing the energy to flow from a potential partner towards you, that is opening up to all things receiving. Compliments, time, attention, love, support, help, and paying for dates or presents. The more independent you are, the more challenging it is to receive, because it's like it's coded in our nervous system that when we receive, we owe something back. We are in an inferior position for receiving from someone, and in order to re-establish the balance and feel okay, we need to give back. But that is not true. When you receive something, it's a present, it's a gift, and you just have to say thank you. I know it's easier said than done, but I promise you, you can become much better at that once you are conscious about it. The last of the insecure attachment styles is one where you will actually have to work on all of it. Everything that is within both the anxious and the avoidance style. So both being comfortable with opening up, allowing closeness, receiving from someone, acknowledging your emotions and feel safe to express them. And at the same time, being comfortable expressing your boundaries and what you want even if this makes you scared of being rejected. Finding a way to breathe and exist within the relationship and not just take it as it is until you can no longer take it. It's a mix of all the elements of feminine energy and of course, it's a more complicated process to get to secure with this attachment style because it's confusing. But learning to recognize your own patterns and when you are triggered by what, that will help you a long way of the path. So the bad news here is that in all three cases, this can be challenging to do on your own. And I would say in particular for the fearful avoidance style, it's difficult to do this work on your own. And also some of the work needs to be repeated. So I would recommend, depending on your relationship history, that you work with a professional, whether that is a coach or a therapist. But the good news is that if you are wondering how to manage your attachment style and at the same time shift into feminine energy, well, you don't have to focus on both. By practicing the shift of feminine energy, you will automatically become more secure and move away from your initial attachment style. So if you recognize yourself in any of the mentioned characteristics of these attachment styles and you want to work on this and become more secure, then I can help you. You just have to book a free call on the link in the show notes or on my Instagram account at Lærke the Love Coach. So this was all that I had for you today and I hope you found it useful. 
I will be back next week with another episode. And in the meantime, have a wonderful week and enjoy dating. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast and you want to get support from a coach on your love journey, I invite you to book a free console call with me. You will find the link in the show notes. And also, don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast and then you'll also help other women find it.